everyone. Here's another edition of the Mount Pleasant Convention and Visitors Bureau podcast as we meet here. I'm your host, Bob Peters. Today we meet with Central Michigan University President Robert Davies. Now, President Davies was appointed by the Board of Trustees to serve as Central Michigan University's 15th president, began his official duties on September 1st, 2018. It's four years and eight days. Congratulations, President. He came to CMU from Murray State University, where he served as president from 2014 to 2018. As president of Murray State, he led development of a strategic plan that emphasized academic quality, student success, research, scholarly and creative activities, and community engagement. So with nearly 25 years of university experience, he's been a leader in advancement, alumni relations, university relations programs during his tenure in higher education. In each role, he cultivates strong relationships with students, faculty, staff, alumni, and supporters. He believes in the power of such ties to raise the reputation of a university. That's why we're happy to have President Bob Davies here. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks, Bob. It's great to be here. You just mentioned four years. Boy, that that uh, four years has flown by in many respects. Well, it, it's a blink of an eye because uh, we, we talked a little bit prior to this. You don't vacation a lot. You kind of tie in your, your job with your vacation time, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's uh, being a university president, uh, it's a cliche, but it is 24-7. Uh, and uh, it's something that that uh, is not just a, a job, it's, it is a livelihood, it is a uh, life experience, and it's something that my family, uh, both my wife and my daughter, we embrace. Uh, we all embrace it, and, and it's something that we all do. Excellent. So you're, you're here for four years now at, at CMU, right? So you're no longer a rookie. <laughs> you, you're, you're a tenured veteran at this point, right? Sure, absolutely. Why should, why should a student come to CMU? I think, you know, a lot of people ask me about that, and, and we are a comprehensive research university uh, with a national reputation, but really focused in on uh, the immediate region and area. And what makes CMU special is, is the sense of community that we have on our campus, uh, the sense of community between and among faculty, staff, and students, uh, that personalized attention uh, that you lose at most institutions that have that national reputation and that research base. Uh, our community is one that truly lifts one another up. Uh, I've seen it happen time and time again uh, throughout the last four years, uh, where, where if we have a student or, or two that are struggling, other students and faculty and staff will, will rally around them. Uh, my daughter, who is a student here, um, uh, sees it regularly and talks about it regularly, where the students here work together to make sure everyone is successful in the classroom uh, versus having that competitive uh, nature that you get at other institutions. Another major aspect of CMU that I think drives this difference is we truly set the leadership standard. Uh, we in, in, infuse and embed uh, throughout our, our curriculum, our co-curricular activities, our extracurricular activities, the culture on campus about leadership. And leadership not just in terms of position or title or anything like that. It's really about being a civic leader and doing the right things. That's why, for example, uh, we have uh, alternative breaks and we're one of the leaders in the country with alternative breaks. Uh, where students over spring break go to other communities uh, and serve nonprofit organizations. Throughout the entire school year, alternative breaks will also uh, engage students going to local nonprofit organizations throughout Isabella County and the surrounding counties uh, to provide that type of service. Uh, it's the leadership of bringing people together and discussing uh, um, critical ideas. And, and, and I've seen this happen before with students uh, with very opposing views on certain issues uh, we'll come together and discuss uh, and come out and realize, okay, we may disagree on these aspects, but we agree on these parts. 
And to me, that is also something that is very, very important. So, so isn't leadership really based on knowledge a little bit, right? Well, you know, and also confidence. It's based on knowledge. It's based on confidence. Uh, it's, it is also just a way to hold yourself accountable and hold other people's, uh, people accountable uh, for their actions uh, and their deeds. It is also leadership focusing. Another part that separates this is our, our, willing, our, our focus on real-world results. Uh, we want to make sure what we're doing here on campus is applicable to the real world, and, uh, and that, that's, that we do research that, in, that is more applied versus basic, meaning that it's going to have uh, immediate impacts. Uh, it is, it is uh, leadership uh, of putting down everything when other communities are, are uh, in harm's way. Uh, when we had the, Stamp- the Sanford uh, dam breaks um, a year and a half ago or thereabouts, it was CMU students, our medical students, our undergraduate students, our graduate students, our faculty who were there manning uh, and, and uh, serving uh, the individuals that were directly impacted. Again, that's that leadership and focusing in on the world world. Uh, and then the last thing I'll have to say that separates us, it's a, it's a cliche, but it's true, it's fire up chips. And when we say that all the time, I mean, you can't go to an airport and not have someone yell fire up chips when you're walking across uh, the runway or the runway the, uh, throughout the airport. Um, but fire it up means taking on obstacles. It's not shying away uh, from challenges that have been put in front of us. I look at the last uh, three years and dealing with COVID. Uh, CMU has been nationally recognized as one of the leaders of how to deal with COVID uh, to make sure our students stay on track and actually, we escalated and advanced our graduation rates uh, to the, to their, towards their academic, professional, and personal goals. Uh, the way we've been able to handle and keep the campus open and operational through the entire time. One of the very few public universities to do that. And so, again, that, that ability to, to take on those challenges, whatever they happen to be. That's what separates CMU from the rest of the pack. You know, and, and as a local business owner, we find that as well, too, because we have CMU graduates working for us and interning for us. And we find that out because, you know, a lot of universities that, you know, in, in my small world, they don't talk leadership. They talk about we're going to give you skills. So leadership's very important because you have to have that confidence, that knowledge to walk into a room when you're when you graduated, when you have that degree to be able to make things done. Right. And what we're hearing from our from employers is exactly that. What they're hearing is that. Uh, our students, our graduates who go to them, they have the technical skills. Uh, a lot of people call uh, the soft, you know, do they have the soft skills? We call them the professional or leadership skills. And so they have the technical skills. What separates them is those leadership uh, are, are those professional skills of how to work in teams, how to work with others uh, that uh, have different paradigms, different perspectives, different thoughts, how to uh, navigate difficult dis- discussions uh, and, and seek out new opportunities and, and ways to solve problems versus the old uh, tried and true. Um, those are the things that our employers tell us. Um, when, when we have graduation, we typically have 92% of those students already with a job in hand when they walk across the stage. Uh, and, and then and they're also promoted much quicker uh, than some of their peers. Uh, I've, you know, again, I've yet to hear an employer say, you know, see, we're not going to hire a CMU. They don't come to us prepared. All of our CMU graduates are, are going out there and prepared. Well, I'm going to give you an example. We have an intern right now. And matter of fact, he's done a great job for us. And, uh, I always joke with him that I, I want to. I know people to make sure you don't graduate, so I can keep you here in Mount Pleasant for a while. So he gives me a that. dirty look at that point. But you know, yeah. here's an individual that we bring into our staff meetings, and he contributes. So yep. it's it's quite a bit. So you know, I was going to move on to really what makes you see him unique, but I think that's a really big part of it too, isn't it, President? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think uh-huh. it's, you know, again, it goes back to the relationships with the community that mm-hmm. that that uh, we have on campus. 
Uh, it is that that uh, tie to alumni. Uh, we're having homecoming here coming up in a, in a month or so, and we have an awards alumni award ceremony uh, here uh, uh, shortly as well, actually this Friday, and to see where our graduates go, uh, to see how uh, they impact the communities that they serve. Obviously very professionally astute but more, and, and successful, but what I find more telling is the civic contributions that they provide, how they will leverage their professional success into advancing their communities. Again, that goes back to leadership. That goes back to the, to, to the sense of community. That goes back to the real-world success and focusing on real-world results. And again, fire up chips, taking on those obstacles and overcoming them. Is fire up chips, is that trademarked? It is yeah, now. No, it should be, right? Absolutely. <laughs> let's, let's get a hold of, hold of legal for that. So, right. Um, my next question is going to be, what, what are you proud about CMU? But I think you just told us, didn't you? Uh, you know what I'm most proud about? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, is, it is this culture. Yes. And it is you know, one of my most favorite days uh, as university president uh, is day of graduation. Uh, and uh, during those ceremonies, you see, obviously we celebrate the graduates, but we also celebrate of what they accomplished. But we celebrate what they will accomplish. We also celebrate the families and the supporters that come to support them, because it really is a true team effort. And in that that moment uh, uh, of time when you have the graduates, the families, the aunts and uncles, and siblings and daughters and and sons and everything else coming together as a community, that really uh, embolizes what uh, Central Michigan University is all about. You make it sound easy, President Davies. What keeps you up at night? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that keep yeah. us up at night. Uh-huh. I, you know, obviously, uh, over the, the uh, uh, past uh, 15 uh, years or so, we've had declining enrollment. I am extremely, we, we will announce our final numbers uh, in late September. Uh, but right now, we, are, we will have the uh, first gradu- our first freshman class and transfer class that is above last year's Excellent. Uh, since 2014. Uh, and it's a, not just a small increase that we saw in 2014. Sure. It's actually a very large increase. Uh, it, 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 uh, in enrollment, it's also about momentum. Uh, and uh, as I was talking to some faculty about this uh, uh, recently in the, in the welcome back speeches to the different colleges, we're, we had to turn around a cargo ship in a canal. And we saw how that happened in real life a couple of years ago. Uh, but to change that momentum, uh, to see the increases that we're seeing in both the transfer students, the f- uh, uh, first-time freshmen, and also the international students. Uh, we'll have more international students on our campus than we've had probably in six or seven, eight years. Uh, but the numbers that we're seeing, the numbers that, uh, uh, that are enrolled right now, uh, is bringing back a vibrancy to the campus. Uh, it's exciting. And to the community. And to the community. Yes. Uh, last weekend, uh, with uh, move-in weekend uh, progressing, I had a couple of community members uh, get a little mad at me about the uh, uh, traffic jams on Mission Street. And I said, too bad, too bad, and I said, too bad. Isn't, isn't we that want wonderful? Them. Absolutely. <laughs> we, I love it, yeah. <laughs> so, so, and and yeah. also, you know, I also look to next year. Um, right now, uh, our number of applications have surpassed uh, last year at, at the end of October, we are at that point right now here in September. So we are well ahead uh, for the uh, for the next year's uh, freshman and transfer class as well. And, and, you know, it really has to be tough because our, our population in the state of Michigan has been quite stagnant, stagnant yes. over the last few decades, you it, know. That is true. You know? So we're, we've been very aggressive. Uh, we've uh, launched a lot of different types of campaigns in those efforts. Uh, and, yes, you're right. This isn't a shrinking market, and we're seeing those growths. Uh, and so it's, uh, it's, again, getting Central Michigan University back on the right track. Uh, it's something I'm very, very proud of. And the team uh, that's been part of that, uh, the core team has been absolutely phenomenal. 
Uh, but I also got to say the faculty and staff who are outside of that core team have been amazing. Uh, the way that they've rallied around and talked about uh, to potential students uh, and their families about the benefit they have. Um, you know, a faculty member was talking uh, recently to a potential student that, and to the parents and the dad said, well, you know, my son wants to go to medical school and, you know, he probably should go to a, you know, a different school down the road with green colors. I'm not going to mention their name because that's going to be, a, you know, a better opportunity. And the faculty member said, you're right, but he's going to go there and, and he won't be really with his faculty members until his junior, if not senior year here at CMU. They'll, that your student will be working with me from day one, and I'll be able to write a reference letter that is very, very personal because I will know him for the next four years. Whereas other other faculty members at other institutions, they're going to see him for you know the last semester, the last year, and that's it. This is the chance, and then also with the inner research that will be able to happen, that inner connection. Uh, all of a sudden, it's a whole different game changer for that student to move them forward. Bigger is not always better. I'll just put it that way. You know, it, it's really tough preparing these young men and women for the future, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Well, and that's another tough. And very important. I'm glad you brought that up. But that's another really important part mm-hmm. about CMU. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, that the students are going to leave with this with some technical skills, uh, but they're going to have the professional skills. My father's generation typically uh, worked uh, for two or three three different companies, but always in the same industry. This year's graduating class will work at least at seven to eight or nine different companies or organizations and changed industries at least two to three times. So if you think about that, what do we need to, to what do our students need to really be thinking about? It's not learning just the technical skills. It is learning the value of lifelong learning. It's a value of leadership. It's a value of being able to ask the right questions. It's about, it's about having the critical thought process, which really gets back to our standards of leadership community spirit and community attitude, focusing on real-world results, and again, not shying away from obstacles. Those are our four pinnacles that separate us out and what will be needed for our students when they graduate to be successful, uh, not only for their first career, but their second, third, and fourth, and if not fifth careers that they move forward on. And, you know, they understand that learning doesn't stop, does it? That is correct. I mean, that's, that's one <laughs> I, thing. That I'm 62 and I'm still learning, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That was one yeah. of the things, too, that we just uh, put forward uh, in, in a brand-new division at, at CMU. It's called Innovation and Online, and it's really about that lifelong learning experiences. We're really looking at uh, having processes for CMU alumni and others to always be able to come back uh, and to gain those upskills, to gain the new skills and technology that they have but also to, to continue the refresh on the professional skills as well. So we're looking at not only bachelor's and master's and doctorate degrees, we're looking at how to fill in those gaps in between those areas as well. And that's something I think that will, again, move Central Michigan University forward on many, many fronts. No, that's excellent. Hey, you're listening to another edition of the Mount Pleasant Convention and Visitors Bureau podcast. We meet here today. It's with President Bob Davies at Central Michigan University. Thank you for uh, uh, talking with us. I'm I'm going a little bit longer. I could keep talking with you, President, you know, but uh, one thing I want to talk about is all the research. And when you're talking, and this is not even on our script right now, but I love this, okay? This is, there's a lot of research being done here on this campus, but also at other locations. Now, you're 
at Beaver Island. You said you worked out over, you know, in Sanford. Give me a couple other examples and some things that really fire up you. <laughs> fire you up, I should say. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't pass English. Yeah. F- fire, fire, get you fired yeah. up about what we're doing here. Well, I think one of the key things is in um, this past year, we did this in the COVID. We, we, we brought in over $26 million in, in funded research grants. That is the largest amount this university has ever, ever had. We have had over uh, nearly 200 uh, scholarly publications and creative works published at the, at, the, at the international level. Again, one of the highest levels uh, at Central Michigan University. Uh, but we have, we have faculty uh, in Beaver Island that you mentioned. We have, we have uh, uh, other uh, properties throughout Michigan where we're doing research. We are in the Chippewa River working with water, uh, and we're one of the leaders uh, in, in the water clear- purification efforts. Uh, we're dealing uh, tremendously with uh, environmental concerns. We're launching a brand new program, and it's taken off, no pun intended, with drones and the impact of drones. And everyone thinks, oh, it's drones are just one area or everything else we're using there's drones for businesses real estate uh, uh, uh broadcasting cinematic arts the theater program athletic programs uh you get into a whole law, law enforcement law is enforcement. using drones quite a bit yeah, right absolutely. now military i mean everybody's using drones at this point and, so and, yeah and we're also not limiting those to the practice of drones because you just brought up a very interesting point. Yes. You've got the ethical, you've got the political, you've got the social in- impacts of, of uh, drone technology. And legal. And and you definitely have the legal. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you have a whole bunch of other, obviously then you have this, the uh, the technical engineering and we have those going on. So we're not looking at drones just from that practical sense, but, but the whole other aspect uh, that goes along with that. Uh, so there's a lot of other areas that we're looking in, into those the, into those elements as well. That's excellent. Uh Okay, another question off script, okay? How does a president of a university keep track of all of this? <laughs> I'm floored right now. I have, I'm an amazing team. Yeah, very uh, good. We, we have an amazing team of vice presidents, uh, uh, amazing team of deans, amazing team of directors. We have phenomenal faculty. Uh, you surround yourself with good people and, uh, and, and people who are much smarter than you. Uh, that's always something I try to do. And also, I, I try to surround myself with people that are, have very different backgrounds uh, uh, than myself and, and, and really look at how each person will complement the other members of the team. Uh, if you look at our cabinet that we, we have now versus what uh, we had before, it's very different looking, and it's important to have that. And uh, the backgrounds that they bring and the thoughts that they bring. Uh, at the same time, uh, I also am very cognizant of institutional memory. Uh, and so I have several individuals that... Uh, our members of the cabinet or um, that I leaned on uh, very heavily. I've been at the university uh, for 20, 30, 40 years. I have several kitchen cabinets, I call them, um, uh, that, that uh, I, I meet with on a regular basis, um, mainly just uh, as relationships, uh, just to, but also at the same time to bounce ideas and thoughts and get the institutional memory. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Aging is bu- br- really brutal at times, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we always think back, here's how it was. Well, no, it wasn't that way. Same thing with me in broadcasting. I'm not, you know, spending 45s anymore. We're doing a podcast remotely now, so. Absolutely. Uh, but, but again, it goes back to some fundamental basics that are oh, totally. tied and true. Yes, so, totally. So it's how to use the technology and how to leverage that. But at the same time, realize it goes back to relationships. It goes back, back to the people. Uh, it goes back to how the inner things interact in between. Yeah, very good. Uh, hey, your phone's going off. We're going to be, uh, you're a busy man. We got a lot going on here, but really, okay, so, so let's switch gears here. Final two questions. You ready for this? Sure. Okay, these are the tough ones, okay? Tell me about your experience in our community. I mean, you've, you've embraced us. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, um, 
I'm, I'm really excited that uh, we're, we're getting back to a new normal and that we'll never be the same. Yes. Uh, but one thing that I loved about this community is just the community spirit it has. Uh, the number of events and activities that bring the community together uh, to help the community get better. Uh, I just remember so many of the different uh, events and activities uh, uh, that just brought everyone together and said, here's something that we need to address and, and make it better for, uh, for all in concern. And so I'm really looking forward to uh, uh, those events and activities and that, that community spirit. Um, I love the authenticity of, of, uh, of the area. We, we wave. Did you know that? Oh, absolutely. All the time, absolutely. whether we're yeah, driving or whether we're walking downtown, we're waving. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll, I'll walk down to other cities and I'll start waving to people and they're looking at me like I'm crazy. But uh, that's but to me, that's just, that's just part of the fun. Half the time we know somebody and half the time we don't. Doesn't matter. Hey, it's a stranger. Yeah, somebody you, don't. Don't, you haven't met yet, so yeah. you always figure it out. Uh, but I really just enjoy mm-hmm. that community spirit yeah. and, again, the authenticity. Um, my wife and I and our daughter have just been embraced and, and uh, you know, it's We've lived at a lot of different places, mm-hmm. uh, and we enjoy every single one of them. Uh, but here, we someone would we would meet somebody and say, "Oh, let's let's do lunch." At most places, that means we'll see you later. I know, I know. Here, yes. here it is. Okay, we get back to the office or get back to there's a message waiting for you. Say, like, "How is next Thursday?" You yes, know exactly. And, and to me, that just is just uh, outstanding. And um, again, it's it's just that 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 welcome. And and uh, it wasn't just. A lot of times, uh, obviously, it's because of the president and that type of thing. Uh, but at other times, it's just, you know, we've made some great, great friends that we just have casual time together. Uh, and it's something that's just uh, unique and something that's very special. You don't get a lot of free time, but what do you do around here <laughs> when you do? <laughs> well, you're right. There's not a lot of free time. But but also, again, that goes back that this is a job that's 24-7 mm-hmm. and you're always uh, on. Um I like to play golf. Um, oh, right. There so you I, go. So how's, how's the game this summer? Oh, it's, My, mine's been up and down or down or up and up, whatever way. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it is what it is, and it's part of the fun. Uh, but, you know, I, but again, I, 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 it, doing the golf, and sometimes it, I've been known to, uh, if I have a real tough business decision, I will, I will play 18 holes, and uh, through each hole, I'll think about the various options, and by the end of the 18th, I've figured out what we're going to do. So it's always doing something. Um, my wife and I... Um, one of the things that we love doing is is we call it the uh, uh, friends and fa- uh, the friends tour. Uh, we tour uh, uh, Michigan uh, uh, over the summer, and we visit alumni throughout the entire state, uh, and just get to know them from uh, from a personal business uh, for, from a personal basis. Uh, but also see this great state, and we just absolutely love it here. We love the lakes. We love the water. Uh, you know, it's again, you know, ladies and gentlemen, come on now. Let, let's be real now. How many university presidents spend their vacation time visiting alumni and loving every minute of it? One. There's one. <laughs> I, I know one right now. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's again, it's it's part of it. It's 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 a joy that we have. And we've got the, we've made some really, really wonderful friends through that process. Happy to have you here in town for the four years and seven, eight days at this point. Something like that. Hopefully we get a lot more. Oh, we're planning to be here for a long time. Excellent. Thank you. I've gone over my limit. Thank you for the time, President Bob Davies, Central Michigan University. Again, on behalf of the uh, Mount Pleasant Area Convention and Visitors Bureau, this is their podcast, We Meet Here. I'm your host, Bob Peters. Have a great day. And thank you very much. And fire up chips. Fire up chips. <laughs>